are your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Yeah, back for like the 900th Corona week and my descent <laughs> into madness is like finally yeah. coming to its, I think, full peak at this point. Oh my <laughs> gosh, my like computer's not working properly. It's like raining here. I've just been cooped oh. up today. I had to go get groceries at the grocery uh. store, which, you know, is like a whole ordeal with the mask and the yeah. you know everything else yeah. and oh my gosh Is there like a line into it there wasn't because it was raining so there was like nobody okay. actually it was pretty <laughs> empty there but you know just like the whole psyching yourself up uh, yeah, for yeah. it and then I was Struggle. worried because before coronavirus happened New York was starting this um was starting like we're getting rid of plastic bags, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's still happening or if that's just like <laughs> no one cares or what's going on with that. But so then I was worried like, well, okay, if I go like and I don't have bags, am I going to have to like carry everything? Do I need this? So that was a whole, you know, it's just, it's just whatever. Well, did they have bags? They had plastic bags. They had loads of plastic oh. bags. So I don't know. But I think they weren't supposed... I don't know if they're, like, illegally having them or if because of coronavirus, the city's <laughs> like, who cares times. about the plastic bags? Yes. Yeah. It's a wild ride. And then also right before this... I- so I was supposed to go to San Francisco this summer, which, I mean, I sort of was like, okay, is that happening or not? But I was supposed to go there for a race, and then the race got moved to November. So now I'm like, mm. well, am I going to San Francisco in November? Like... No, but so <laughs> who knows? How have you been? It's rough. No, I mean, it's just weird. It's just been a wild. <laughs> I mean, almost like it's been forever. I just I don't have any concept of what it was like before this now. But um, yeah, we're doing fine. I mean, Texas has like a, a mask policy now where you have to wear it whenever you're outside or anything. And so. Like Rob had to jog with a mask on and like, I don't know. So that's where we're at. I think Texas is slowly opening things up, but other places aren't like really eager to open because like who's going to go to a movie theater right now or whatnot. So I don't know. It's all just kind of weird. I feel like I'm getting bed sores from just sitting around all day, but. I know. I know. I have like a weird bruise on my hip and I was like, truly, (laughs) where did this come from? Because I have not been doing anything. Um, New York also has a mask policy and like in stores and stuff, you know, everyone's wearing them out and about. Everyone's got like this, you know, it's like the mask is with them. It's like somewhere (laughs) near them. But do they have it on? No. Unless you like are talking to somebody (laughs) not into the masks. So where did you get masks? Did you have to make one out of something? My aunt was making them. So she sent me one. Um, So I've just been wearing that around, you know, is it themed? Is it? It's Is sort it of like it's sort of like a blue green like tie dye sort of deal. Ooh, it's kind of cool. cool. I'm sort of into it. Um, yeah, you'll have to take a Corona selfie. You know, really show us your vibe. Oh my god, I've I don't know if you've <laughs> been. You've probably been thinking about this less than me. I've been very annoyed with like what am I supposed to put on my Instagram? Like I don't want just like a dead <laughs> period, but like there's there's not that many options of things to post. So I'm, my Instagram feed is getting messy and desperate. So just please, uh, you know, don't, don't actually just don't go look at that right now. Okay. (laughs) Just ignore that. I didn't even post for earth day. Like I didn't even do a flashback humble brag about some trip I'd taken. Like I just, I feel like dead inside in some way, (laughs) you know, it's like Instagram doesn't bring me any joy anymore. 
I know. Instagram is, is not fun when no one is doing anything. <laughs> it's like a lot of people yeah. cooking bread, a lot of people sharing yeah. like guilt ridding memes of like, you know, <laughs> if if you don't well, wear a mask, you're, you know, murdering people. Uh, well, did we get any good news? Anyone using their free time to do um, some good and, and tell us how cool we are? Yes, yes, yes. We got a review. <laughs> the review mentions quarantine so great on theme um rose barris says love this podcast five stars i found this podcast through swiftish in december but i found myself listening to a lot of old episodes in quarantine shelby and matt are hilarious and i love listening to this podcast i'd also recommend following them on tiktok the one matt made (laughs) pretending to walk his dog was so funny thanks you guys for the (laughs) wonderful podcast oh my gosh Oh, so sweet. Shelby, you got to get back on TikTok so that you can give me some motivation to get back on TikTok. (laughs) Every time I see a TikTok video, I'm just like, I don't know what it is. If it's just like anxiety or just general disdain. I'm just like, ugh. like I just the idea of getting back on and filming something. I don't know why it was such a short lived high moment in my life, but it just tanked so hard. I just find no joy there anymore. Well, now you're reading 900 books a day. So, (laughs) you know, you have new things to get into. Exactly. Um, You guys should all be leaving us reviews, though. I mean, no (laughs) one's listening to podcasts in quarantine. I have so many podcasts (laughs) backed up. But if you are listening to podcasts or, you know, whatever, just, I mean, I guess, yes. If this is after, if this is after Corona and you're listening to us, you know, in the year of our Lord 2023 (laughs) and want to leave us a review, that's great. Will Shelby and I still be doing this then? Will we, either of us be alive? Who knows? But, you know, <laughs> leave us a review nonetheless. It's what we deserve. Yes, I, I guess so. Sure. <laughs> do you have news? What news do you have? Yeah, um, it was sort of a quiet week, I felt like. But I feel like oh, some yeah. of the big news was Parks and Rec announced that they were coming back together for a special episode that will be coronavirus themed so super fun but the whole gang is coming back together did you ever watch parks and rec were you a parks and rec person you know i watched like half of the first season and was into it but then for whatever reason just like never finished well that's too bad because parks and rec is a great show and the it's really just like all about the characters like they're just so fun and lovable so on one hand I'm like very excited because they have like the entire original cast from like Nick Offerman to Chris Pratt as he's on sorry like everyone 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 and so it's just gonna be like this 30 minute episode it's already like I imagine it'll be something like what um, you know, SNL has been forced to do with like a lot of Zoom features. <laughs> they said it was all filmed in their individual like houses. So IDK how it'll be. Um, but it's happening this Thursday uh, on NBC. I'm not sure if it's like the idea is it'll push people to donate. Like it'll be a crowd fundraising opportunity oh, for feeding america i don't know what that means like if it means you won't be able to like stream it the next day or something or whatever but it's happening it's uh it's something it's a nice i like it more than like these live streams that have been happening or celebrity reunions like a bunch of shows have been doing like instagram chats or zoom calls that they put on youtube or whatever where they just reminisce and talk about their lives. So at least this is like a scripted addition to the actual Parks and Rec 
universe. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I mean, that sounds more more interesting than a lot of the stuff that's going on. <laughs> Truly, if I ever ha- if I ever see an Instagram live again, you know, I'll just like <laughs> hit me with a bus or something. Yeah. But I was going to bring up SNL because they had their second show this week mm. that they've been doing, you know, like post corona. Um, I watched like parts of the first one. I watched only the Brad Pitt section on this one. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dr. Fauci uh, was, I guess, asked at one point, like, if someone was going to play him on SNL, who he wanted to play him. And he said Brad Pitt, which is like, okay, that's a bit of a reach, you know, like, uh, not sure you're in the same demographic there. But they decided to, uh, I guess, pity Dr. Fauci and had Brad Pitt play him, which was sort of interesting. Have you watched any of the SNL stuff from the, like, quarantine not at all unless was the pete davidson quarantine song from that or was that just separate yes that was from that where he where he was pretending to be drake or is that a different Uh, one well he just was singing a song about quarantine i don't know i guess Mm, possibly (laughs) maybe it didn't seem drake okay then i think that must have been something different there was one that was like drake-esque i feel like the interest like Half of the SNL show was just like recreated TikTok memes and videos, yeah. though. Like we've yeah. all seen so many, um, like look what's happening in my class and during uh, like right. Zoom calls, and yeah. then the SNL show was just like, let's pretend there's an old lady in your Zoom call who like has to use the bathroom and leaves her camera on, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. but that's not that like groundbreaking for us. Right. That's kind of how I felt about, I mean, first of all, I don't really watch SNL to begin with. I I feel like it hasn't been that funny in a long time, but these ones especially, it's just kind of like, it's not fun to be in quarantine and to just continually surround yourself with quarantine themed entertainment. Like it just feels very meta in a depressing way. So it didn't really appeal to me to watch these people try and patch together a a show over zoom like i understand their motivation and like this is our job this is what i want to be doing especially all these actors who like have really nothing going on (laughs) but at the same time i'm like you know i would just rather spend my time engaged with things that came out pre-quarantine that i'm just behind (laughs) on you know what i mean there's there's an endless amount of movies and television and books so we could all just dive into and come out of this more cultured individuals that's what my (laughs) goal is cultured and and thinner and thinner so um there was a funny story about ariana grande this week where it's sort of multi-layered so first of all this I don't know, actor. I've never heard of him, never seen him in anything. Jordan Firstman was on Instagram be- making fun of meme culture. And he's like, isn't it funny how we just like take something out of a project someone worked really hard on and we take it totally out of context and we make a joke that just totally um, degrades the entire value of this artist's like hard work. <laughs> oh dear. Which is like over the top. But Ariana reposted this and wrote in a since deleted instagram she's like omg can this please also double as your impression of the ponytail tiktok girls who think doing the cat valentine voice and wearing winged eyeliner and a sweatshirt is doing a good impression of me and then she's like because this is how it really feels degrading its entire value i screamed and i was like ariana has been salty about impersonators of her like impressionists she's commented before where this 
girl on TikTok went like viral for looking very much like Ariana. And so she would do all these like Ariana Grande themed TikToks using like audio from that show. Ariana Grande was on Victorious or whatever. Yeah. And so someone was like, wow, isn't this cool? Isn't this cute? And Ariana was like, I just don't know why she uses the the cat voice. It's just like totally bizarre to see people blend the two worlds and so she's like very anti tiktok culture for her brand i guess and so she a lot of people were upset by her kind of being mean about this and it's like they're doing like an impression probably because they're either fans or they're just having fun on tiktok like what other audio will they be able to pull on tiktok where they can do some sort of you know, jokey video that's not like a lyric video, you know? So it's also just like a lot for her to be like upset about because it's just (laughs) these nobodies who are just doing TikTok videos. When you said that you had a story involving Ariana Grande, I thought you were going to talk about how she is is bidding on the Midsommar dress. Have you seen that? That's yeah, going on. I saw that too. Yeah. So A twenty four, which is the studio that um, produced Midsummer and Hereditary and Eighth Grade and Lady Bird and lots of other movies, um, they announced that they were going to have an auction where they're selling off like movie props and that all of the money will go to these various charities. And one of the things they're selling is the big like flower dress slash crown that Florence Pugh wears in Midsommar. And Ariana Grande was like, oh my gosh, I'm buying this for Halloween. I already had one commissioned, but now I just want the real thing. So there's this auction. And earlier today, it was up to like $60,000 for this dress. Now, I don't know if that's Ariana Grande bidding on it, but it's interesting to think about Ariana Grande and her people bidding on this flower dress for an (laughs) example. Absorbent amount of money. So I thought that was yeah. a fun story. I feel like that seems like something like a really, really quiet, hu- uber rich billionaire would actually bid on. Not like, I don't think Ariana can justify spending 60K on a Halloween costume, you know? I think she has enough money that she could probably do that. I know she has enough money, but it's like, would she? And what be she's the spending one? money on these days, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, she's not flying places. Well, how is she making money right now? You know what I mean? Well, she's probably making a lot of money because people are still listening to music. <laughs> yeah, those, those I mean, streaming numbers get a penny a play. Um, speaking of music, a truly deranged plot line that has ha- taken place on American Idol. Um, they, uh, I saw an ad for American Idol like a couple weeks ago, and I thought about and I feel like I tweeted something that was saying like what is American Idol going to do because they were in the like Hollywood you know like audition rounds and they kept talking about how like oh can't wait for you know actual performances but American Idol is live like that's the whole point of it these people perform live and then you vote on it well they can't perform live if it's coronavirus and they're all quarantined but I guess American Idol sent them all like iPhones and lighting equipment and various outfits and they're all going to be performing like from their homes as (laughs) that's on TV and then if that isn't weird enough Katy Perry I guess Mm -hmm. the first night was like this past yesterday or this weekend or I don't know when it was and Katy Perry dressed up like a giant bottle of hand sanitizer as a judge the whole time so just like who is watching this show at this point and who cares and also you know, like how terrible is, is watching 20 <laughs> like Instagram live videos. videos in a row. 
Um, American Idol was featured on this season of The Rookie in like a bit opening. Like, of course it was. Of course it was. Accidentally auditioning. And so the three judges are in it. And it's funny because watching them pretend to act really shows like how good actual actors are, even when they're not good actors. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was like. It was painful to see Katy Perry and whatever else their names are were trying to... I don't remember the country guy who's on it, but he was especially oh, like, yeah. distractingly bad. But uh. anyways, that was on The Rookie. So that's the most I've had with American Idol since like David Archuleta's season. Yeah, I mean, I'm not watching it anymore <laughs> either, but I just saw this and was like, wow, this is yeah. an interesting, like, fever dream of a season where all the contestants, I mean, you think like, oh, getting on American Idol, you're going to be out there in California, There, you know, like, there's some fun stuff to it, yeah. even if nobody gets famous off of it anymore, but no, and now it's not even that. And huge audiences. Right. You know? <laughs> now you're literally in your kitchen performing to your mom with an iPhone in front of you, and that's the show. Yeah, nothing's changed. It's just sadder somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, um, there is another corona adjustment. South by Southwest was, of course, canceled last month for the coronavirus issues. Um, but they have partnered with Amazon to reveal a lineup of some of those films and short oh, films yeah. and documentaries. <laughs> um mm. We were excited about this, but they actually don't have the full like lineup, so any of the big name movies aren't oh, yeah. going to go straight to streaming. Um, I think a lot of people had torn feelings about this. Some people were like, "This is a huge problem for like people who were hoping to use film festivals as like a way to get distribution deals and creative control and like all this stuff." And now we're suddenly like giving into Amazon, and they're getting <laughs> giving away our product for free. But other people were like, well, this is a huge opportunity to like show the films we made for audiences to audiences. So it's available for free on Amazon. You just need an Amazon account of any variety. You don't need Amazon Prime or anything. And they have like 40 different films overall. Most of them are just the shorts, but there's a few that people were excited by. There's like a documentary called TFW No GF about incels which sounds pretty interesting um there's a movie called cat in the wall that's about the like immigrants perspective on the gentrification of south london that's supposed to be really moving and there's like an anthology called selfie that's like supposed to be something like black mirror-esque about like our current relationship to social media and technology so i mean there's some content out there if you're looking to be all like <laughs> you know get yeah or whatnot. i was i was very excited when they said that oh we're gonna like put stuff on amazon i was like oh this is fun because these are movies that usually you and i want to see but then don't yeah. get to see for months until they come out um but yes then quickly realized upon seeing the lineup that they had picked like five of the most low-key movies that no one was truly (laughs) going to see anyways and put those on amazon and i'm sure that those filmmakers were like oh my gosh this is great like people can stream me on amazon i thought no one would see me ever but anything that has anyone like big is not in it and the vast majority of the things that they're streaming are shorts which like no one really watches anyways so Exciting, but, like, not exciting at the same time. 
Yeah, but this should be right up your alley because you like, you know, pretentious art and like bragging about reading and watching things no one else does. So, I mean, yes, but also <laughs> I have, you know, I have several 2000 word or 2000 page novels here that I need right, to be right, reading right. and carrying around instead. So I don't yeah, have time yeah, to watch, yeah. you know, okay, random okay, short films. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, one last thing, following up a story that we had talked about previously how the love simon uh like Mm. tv sequel series got bumped from disney plus to um hulu and so Mm -hmm. the first trailer came out i today or yesterday like recently so i was watching that to see like okay what's the kind of the tone it's called love victor and the trailers are only like really one scene where these two guys meet in a coffee shop it was like oddly sexual though which made (laughs) me feel like okay maybe if this is the trailer maybe it is better that this is on uh hulu and not disney plus they were it was like (laughs) if you can make barista like very very horny that's basically what they did in the trailer so did you watch this Um, yeah, I mean, I watched the first part of the clip. I guess I don't know if it gets more suggestive. <laughs> he's, but... like, grinding things, and he's like, oh, you gotta, like, pack it in there real tight. I mean, there's nothing, like, Sounds explicitly like sexual, but it's very, um... <laughs> I did not. That is what they were aiming for. It wasn't, like, a random coffee interaction, and I was like, oh, yeah. No, it was, like, slow motion and, like, zooming in on the guy's biceps and, like, a sultry music. Uh, and then the one great. and then one guy spills milk all over the front of him, and the other one, like, pats it off him with a towel, so. Well, we were corrected by my uh, sister-in-law, Marin, that the high school musical, the series, the the musical, the whatever on Disney Plus oh, yeah. does feature a gay relationship. So Disney Plus isn't totally homophobic. So hard to say like where their infirmature content line is, but I guess it's baristas saying the word grind. Is that, <laughs> is that what we've decided? I'm just saying that that it's was just far. the trailer. I think there's <laughs> probably more explicit stuff in the content. Look, yeah. I watched an episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series, and it was very tame. So, <laughs> so this one, this is off this, alarm balls. You're this, like, yes, this was. I was like, "What is this? Shield your eyes, everyone!" <laughs> Amazing. Well, um, what else have you been watching this this week or reading? Do you have something, uh, something you love or something you hate? Oh my gosh, do I? um yeah this was a this was a disaster on so many different fronts this is definitely a hate it so i've talked before about how i'm in this like film group or whatever it's it's (laughs) it's basically a text text message where um we force each other watch movies and again some of the picks have been suspect but one of the people who's usually in the group who can't really do horror movies is it was busy so the other three of us were like okay we're gonna watch some horror movies so one of them my friend josh picked the movie it comes at night have you seen this movie um no but i've read a lot about it so 
it's by the same director who did Waves, which I loved. And it's a horror movie, which is a genre I like. So I was very excited to watch this. But then, not like two minutes into the movie, do I realize that the whole plot of the movie is that there's like a mysterious (laughs) illness going around that kills everyone. And these people are locked in like a sequestered cabin terrified that they're going to get this disease and that's the entirety of the movie and i was like why would you choose this during the coronavirus and he was like well i don't know i didn't i guess i didn't really even think about that i was like that's the main plot it's not like that's a side (laughs) plot like that is the plot of the movie that there's this disease and and the whole movie is just so bleak and dour and like you know that they're going to get it you know that they're going to die and it's just basically a a long slog of like well how are they gonna get it and who's gonna die first so you just hated it because of circumstance well okay here's the thing that is like that's sort of my least favorite genre of horror anyways but then watching it during the coronavirus i was just like (laughs) why would you choose this like this is so this is a terrible choice Hmm. and it wasn't like people really liked this didn't they wasn't this one of the people liked it when it came out yes yeah yeah um it stars joel edgerton and kelvin harrison jr who's in waves um the thing with like horror movies is I feel like they either need to be like a descent into madness like somebody's like bad and like makes bad choices and it just like gets worse and worse for that person or it needs to be like there's a bad guy on the loose he kills a bunch of people but then at the end someone sort like there there has to be some redeeming quality what is not fun is watching a bunch of people who are good people who are depressed to begin with and then get more (laughs) depressed as the movie gets more depressing like that's like just not really that enjoyable and i think you know had i seen it in the summer of 2017 with like a bunch of friends maybe i would have been more into it (laughs) but watching it like by myself 40 days into the corona pandemic was just not quite the mood i was looking for so i would i would urge everyone not to watch this movie within the next year um like maybe (laughs) at that point it'd be better i could watch i've been it's in my queue but i've just been avoiding it i mean it's not it's here's the other thing it's it's like the least exciting horror movie ever there's did you like the witch i did like the witch because that's sort of what the trailer reminded me of. It yeah, this like is the witch if all of the sort of interesting scary. parts of the witch were taken out of it. <laughs> like, but I like hated the witch. It was too scary for me. Well, well, okay. I don't think this would be too scary for you. Because literally there's, I mean, so there's this disease that people have. But you don't, but like you never see anyone... They're like, it's not like they're zombies or anything like that. They're worried that something's going to attack them, maybe, but like nothing ever really does. Um, <laughs> there's no really gory scenes. I will say this though there is a dog component to the storyline. So if you're, so that oh, might um, no. turn you off. That's like a big well, plot point is this warning. dog that they're quarantined with. Um, yeah. And it goes to show you that being quarantined with an animal is, again, a poor choice. <laughs> Oh, well, that decides it. I'm never watching it. Um, I have something I love, though. Um, I'm curious if you've watched it, but HBO has a new comedy series called Run. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm all caught up. Yeah. 
<laughs> so this is like uh, created and written by Vicki Jones, who's like the collaborator with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who also produced this and I guess is going to guest star in it later episodes. Um, but it's about these two people played by Merritt Weaver and Domhnall Gleeson who text, who have some sort of agreement where when one of them texts the other run and the other replies with run back, they agree to meet up in New York and fulfill this pact, this unreally known <laughs> pact from like 17 years earlier. So basically, you don't really know exactly what's going on with both of these characters' lives. You don't know a lot about like their end game or what their plan is. But immediately, it is just like what Matt was feeling watching the Love, Simon clip is like the sexual tension in this <laughs> show. It's just like a very horny, very excited show. And Merritt Weaver is just exceptional in it. I just, I would die for her. Like, I love her so much. And I think this is like a great vehicle for both of them where they've, you know, they've obviously had success. They're like, well known but I think they're having so much fun with this and it's like such an enjoyable watch it's just been so fun to just see it come out every week I don't know it's a great pairing because they're both such good actors and I think are also really funny but all but aren't Mm -hmm. like given that like role very often and then Mm -hmm. also they're both sort of odd looking, I guess you'd say. So they're not they're not like traditionally cast lead men. Like you could easily see them being like, ooh, uh, like people running away from their couples. It's uh, Jessica ooh. Beale and, you know, like very attractive people. <laughs> so it's fun just to see the two of them get to play <laughs> off these roles that they probably don't normally get to play that often. And the show's very funny and their chemistry is so good. And also they're just amazing actors. So... Yeah. Everything they're doing is like elevated to a level. Yeah. And it's like, it's a very short season. It's only going to be seven episodes, but it's, it's been just like fun. And who knew trains could be like a fun location, but it just makes everything it touches just a little sexier. Although now know, they're like off the fun. train. Are they yeah. getting, do you think that they'll be back on it? Or do you well, think we're done with trains? In this last episode is that at the end of the day, they'll either oh, get, yeah, they'll back, get on back on the train on or not. Okay. Yeah, we don't know where they're going, really, or (laughs) why. We really have no answers, but it's just a chance to watch two people just be funny and sexy and and have long, tense stares. I think this will make a very good binge. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I like watching it week to week, but I think it'll be a very good binge. (laughs) Because it'll be short, and you won't have to sort of, like, wait and try to piece through, like, okay, what is going on with their backstory? Like, it'll arrive it's quicker. it's also fun. It's nice to have something, like, serial that you can just take in bit by bit, and it's a mystery you can solve, but it's not, like, heavy-handed, like, little fires everywhere, or something serious and dull, or dark. Like, it it's comes at like, night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the antithesis of it comes at night, so... There you go. Something to cleanse the palate. Yes. Watch Run a million times before you watch it come to <laughs> Run is great quarantine material. They're like out in the world. It's fun. It's light. They're on a train. It comes at night. Not great quarantine material. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, we will be back 
on Thursday talking about the new Netflix Chris Hemsworth movie Extraction, which I'm excited to discuss with Shelby. Did not even know that this was a movie until a couple of weeks ago, but (laughs) yet here we are talking about it because hello, Corona. Follow us on social media. Leave us a review. Anything else, Shelby, that the people should do? Um, No, that's about it. Those are the important stuff. Okay. Well, see you guys on Thursday. Bye. Bye.